Let's bring in now Daniel Lipman, White House reporter for Politico. Daniel, um, so we know where Chris Christie stands. Uh, Asa Hutchinson, if he makes this debate stage in three days where he stands on Trump, any indication from any of the candidates, either at the gathering or as we've seen over these last few days, that they will start to make a more direct case about the electability or the suitability of former President Trump to be the, the nominee? Well, I think we've already started to hear stuff about the electability, uh, but I think those types of messages will gain some relevance and currency in the months ahead as he starts to face these trials. And so, but I think it might be too late once he's been convicted uh, of a trial or two uh, in next year, we might already see half of the primary calendar go through and he might have already won a lot of those delegates. And so then it becomes almost too little too late. And so I think a lot of those candidates who are afraid to stand up to Donald Trump, they want to get his 50% of voters or at least get 20% who are more soft Trump voters. And so they can't really criticize him too much. Okay, so if that's if he's convicted, and even if these trials, these cases go to trial next year before the election, there's a question about timing, but you talk about not wanting to offend uh, the Trump base, those MAGA voters. I want you to listen here to a portion of inter an interview uh, that Governor Ron DeSantis did with the Florida Standard, in which he starts talking about, specifically here, uh, Trump-supporting members of Congress. Let's watch. A movement can't be about the personality of one individual. If all we are is listless vessels that's just supposed to follow, you know, whatever happens to come down the pike on Truth Social every morning, th that's not going to be a durable movement. The Trump campaign spokesperson tweeted, DeSantis goes full-blown Hillary and call MAGA supporters listless vessels. Trump super PAC. Um, they tweeted to Hillary Clinton, Trump supporters are deplorables. To Ron DeSantis, they are listless vessels. Uh, DeSantis must immediately apologize for his disgraceful insult. His strategy at, uh, up to this point has been what you said, to uh, show some contrast, but also to try not to offend Trump supporters. Is this a significant problem for him that they're trying to uh, now capitalize on this? Well, this might be why we haven't seen DeSantis do too many media interviews uh, where he's challenged and, and given these types of uh, questions which lead to this type of answer. But I think calling someone deplorable might be a little bit more, uh, you know, off the mark. And so that's a little bit more offensive. So uh, I think DeSantis has, uh, you know, issues with his personality in terms of uh, he has had six months on the, you know, on the... Um, you know, public stage, uh, and he has not shown his ability to win over many Republicans. Uh, they don't think, you know, if he's unwilling to stand up to Trump, then how is he going to fight against Biden? Uh, and the, some of the culture war issues, like going against Disney, has not been to his benefit. He has said, oh, we're moving on from Disney. And so he's not even talking about Disney that much because it has back backfired on him. That really is uh, part of the point, is that if you take the listless vessels reference out of it, what he's saying is that you need someone who is focused on principles, that is not kind of following whatever the whims are of the former president that he decides for the day. The question then comes back to the governor, then what is the strong counter? Where is that stronger contrast, and is he making that? Well, right now he has been talking about basically for the last few years, culture war issues, woke issues, fighting against uh, progressive 
companies and saying, hey, if you're a conservative person, they do not look out for your interests. And so uh, I think if you saw that memo from the DeSantis Super PAC, uh, they are really worried about Vivek Ramaswamy, who is kind of the original uh, anti-woke guy. I wrote a big story about him in January where I followed him around in Iowa. Uh, and he is very uh, attractive on these issues if you care about this stuff. He wrote the books on it, literally. And so uh, I think we should watch out for him in the debate to be a pretty compelling uh, figure for Republican conservative voters who are saying, hey, I don't want Donald Trump, but I want someone more persuasive, more someone who is uh, in touch with issues I care about. Uh, and Ramaswamy is, uh, you know, he's made hundreds of millions of dollars uh, and he is not afraid to engage with the mainstream media, which you kind of need to if you're trying to reach those uh, suburban voters uh, in swing states. Yeah, uh, Ramaswamy is far closer to DeSantis than DeSantis is to Trump. In the latest Fox poll, Ramaswamy is at 11, DeSantis at 16, Trump uh, well above 50%, 53% in the latest poll. Uh, so you mentioned the uh, Never Back Down memo that says defend Trump, hammer Ramaswamy. Uh, for DeSantis, uh, his uh, Never Back Down uh, super PAC, the DeSantis campaign has now released a memo to their supporters and to their donors uh, looking ahead to the debate, saying that his objective will be to lay out his vision to beat Joe Biden, reverse American decline, and revive the American dream. I mean, it seems like they forced... Uh, the, the super PAC forced the campaign's hand, so it didn't look like he was just taking directives from this super PAC where a lot of the money that supports Ron DeSantis uh, comes in. Yeah, I, I don't know if they would have done that uh, memo if you hadn't had that previous memo uh, posted on that Axiom Strategies uh, website. That memo isn't shocking that was released. It was, you know, a great scoop for the New York Times, but... Uh, you know, talking about your record, talking about Casey DeSantis, that's not exactly, uh, you know, Nobel Prize winning, oh, this is, a, you know, astrophysics here. And so the, presumably he's been working on this. We just don't see this very often in the media out there. And I think uh, it's just a, we have to remind ourselves how strange a situation we have where top candidate, the top Republican rival to Trump is being told by his own uh, you know, a super PAC to defend his top rival because uh, I think you know in any other campaign you just don't see that you try to attack that rival and so uh, we are still in unprecedented times in our country where uh, all of the candidates are pre or many of the candidates are afraid that Trump is going to go after them even if he's not even on the debate stage. Mm.